Welcome to the Get More Success Show. He's a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his wife. It's showtime. 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 And now, here is your host, Warwick Mary. Welcome back to another episode of the Get More Success Show. I'm your host, Warwick Mary. Now, our guest today is someone who's had success in multiple areas, starting off as a flight attendant, moving into a business renovator who did so well, she even got her own builder's license, then into selling domain names online, now to running a very successful cafe in a, a regional center, but it's a very, very funky cafe. Will you please welcome to the show, lovely Cheyenne Ainsworth. Welcome. Hi, how you doing? I am very well indeed. Thank you for being here. Hey, uh, now, as I ask all my guests before we get sort of kick off, and you've had success in multiple areas, how do you define success? Um, I'm pretty simple, and I will describe it as one word, and that's choice. Fantastic. So with all the choices that you've made, what have been some of the most rewarding choices that you've made? Um, oh, look, I, I think there's, uh, people would describe success in uh, financial, uh, spiritual, family, friends, all sorts of, you know, avenues. And they'll talk about, you know, a work-life balance. And, and I think that's, you know, a whole lot of BS. Um, so when I talk about the choices, it's it, consistent choices and consistently good choices. Um you can make bad you can make bad choices, but you learn from it. You make a better choice next time. Um, if you repeat it, then you're an idiot, and um, too bad you deserve it. Type thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you know, as much as you know, I've had a lot of success, and my husband, and collectively we have. Uh, we've also had a, a lot of uh, disappointments and a lot of unsuccessful things. So um, I don't think one goes without the other. Um, mm. If you if you don't uh, own your unsuccessful you know uh, ventures then you're not going to learn to move on to more successful businesses right so let's let me walk through a couple of those now you the, i first met you in the property renovation game where i saw you speak uh ever so eloquently one night about renos yeah so you spent multiple years doing a bit of property flipping a bit of property holding a bit of property magic yeah yeah look and you know i think um one thing that I can say consistently throughout my life is that um, I've always, de when I delve into something, I don't just want to know the basics. I want to know the details. And mm. um, uh, going into property, there's, again, so many different avenues you can take. And I think from a... Um, from a starting point, uh, renovating was easy. Um, and if I compare it to stock market, very similar. You've got lots of different companies that you can buy into. Um, but if you don't do your research and you don't dig in, then you're going to fall flat on your face pretty, you know, pretty easily. So um, renovating was uh, the starting point. And then I you know, delved a bit further and um, looked at uh, developments and then looked at Builders, and then you know, so it, it sort of, you know, one thing sort of you know leads to another when you dive in deep, and um, that led to me and my husband uh, doing our building licenses. So you you started off, you had a really clear focus in terms of you were only doing renovations in a certain area in a certain geography of a certain style of building, 
and yeah. doing that at as much value. Um, so did you then start doing some big developments or are you still doing big developments? Is, <sighs> is real estate still part of what you're doing? It's so funny. It, it's, it, it doesn't leave us. Um, <laughs> we've, um, you know, we opened our cafe uh, two and a half, nearly three years ago. Uh, but in that time, we've renovated two properties. Uh, we're just about to finish one. And we've got another one starting in, uh, in the new year. So it doesn't leave us. We're still doing them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which is great because it breaks up the, the, the routine and the monotony of just doing the same thing day in, day out. Um, yep. And uh, I suppose my husband and I are very driven people and uh, we're, we're not couch potatoes. Uh, we like to be busy. I shouldn't say busy. I don't like the word busy. Um, but we like to be productive and we like to sort of move forward and, you know, we all have goals. Um, but um, I think that... Uh, in in moving through different you know businesses uh we tend to always go back to property because it's something we love so it doesn't feel like a job or a um we're very uh we know our numbers we know our figures we know exactly what we're doing um we 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 are still using the same paint color that you know i started using you know (laughs) 10 years ago so it's a no-brainer for us where we just go in and do things um they become simpler and uh when we or when i started it was area specific it was uh brick three bedroom one bathroom transformed to four bedroom two bathroom um you know there was different uh, parameters that i needed to work around um and now it's still very much the same thing but Mm -hmm. if i look at unsuccessful uh you know examples in that is that when i detoured from it and bought a weatherboard oh my gosh did we hit all sorts of problems you know <laughs> it's yeah it's a uh, yeah stick with what you know um yeah. detour outside of it um mind you we still came out with a, a profit in the property but not as much as we'd expected because of the issues that you know we hadn't faced before so right. um yeah you learn yeah yeah, yeah. and so um not long after I got to know you, you started doing the online domain name trading and you did that yeah. for a while. Are you still doing that as well? No, look, um, I, uh, I actually sold off quite a few domains. Yeah. And, um, and again, it was the research and going into uh, different areas and being specific and keyword specific and um, those sorts of things. Um, I, I, I shouldn't say it bored me, um, but uh, there was a lot of scams and there was a, a lot of um, toing and froing between you know, buyers and you know, buyers advocates basically within the space, um, right. not uncommon to you know, buyers agents within property um, or within business when you're buying and selling businesses. But um, in that respect, it didn't, um, it felt like a job. It, I, I didn't enjoy it. I wouldn't go back to it. Yeah. Um, I'm often, um, you know, I often get emails saying, uh, you know, would you take this much for this domain? We, you know, we know you've, uh, you own it. And it's like, no, actually, I'm going to do something with it. So, you know, I'm, I'm hanging on to it. You, you could offer me whatever you like, but, you know, yeah. I've got plans for it. So in that respect, I sort of... Um, very similar to property, um, you know, selling off stock that you don't need, want, or have any future plans for, and concentrating in on the ones that you do have and want, and uh, and want to you know do something with. So, what what put you, what tweaked your interest in the the domain name trading market? Because there's a big shift from like previously before that you were flight attendant, then you're doing your your building reno kind of stuff. What oh, look, was it? Just um, sort of a hey, here's an idea, let's do this. 
No, it was, you know what, um, to bring it right back to basics, um, I was contacted uh, because I'd purchased a, a very long time ago uh, my own name. So it was uh, cheyenne.com.au uh, and it's actually coming up for renewal now that I talk about it. Um, but uh, it was uh, somebody else had approached me to purchase it from me and I went, no, it's my name and I'm not giving it to anybody else. Uh, I don't have any plans to use it, but, you know, I will at some point. Uh, and they just kept at me and at me and at me. And I just sort of went, no, what do these people want to do? You know, so I sort of looked into it. Um, and this is going to sound very funny. It was actually a porn star that wanted it. So um, <laughs> I sort of did that. You know what? I'm hanging on to this name because, you know what? I don't really want it, you know, but, you know, I could sell it for a lot of money. Um, but no, um, I certainly don't want my name attached to something like that. So I'd rather hang on to it. I did a lot of research into, you know, why the who this person, you know, this business, this buyer's advocate that was, you know, wanting to um, buy the, the name. Um, yeah. And that's where it started in the basic sense. Um, so then I sort of went, well, okay, well, I'll have a look around at, you know, a few other things. Um, and uh, that's literally where it started. Right. Uh, and from there, you then decided one fine day, why don't we open up a cafe at, at Derinella? It's a Derinella. <laughs> yeah, it is. We call it Derry for short. Not too many people can get their name around it. And, a lot and of for people those walk of you in. who don't know where Derinella is or Derry, uh, there'd be quite a few people who don't know where it is. Yeah. It's about an hour and a half, two hours drive southwest of Melbourne. Yeah, two hours from Melbourne. Um, we're literally an hour to Geelong, an hour to Ballarat or an hour to Warrnambool. And just so we know, what is the population of Derrinella? 225 within the township, um, within, uh, I think it's a 5 or a 10K radius, it's about 500. Now, I would not have thought that that would be the target market for a trendy cafe. Well, you know, um, again, we like to do our research and, you know, you, you don't, uh, you know, just jump in and, and buy something and, and turn it into a cafe without statistics and, you know, backing yourself. Um, uh, to give you an idea, we had more than 50,000 people come through our cafe in the last 12 months. Wow. Yeah. So for a town of 225 people, we certainly do get a lot of people coming through. Right. Um, the, the crosshairs being... Uh, people going from a country people travel, so being from Ballarat to Warrnambool, from Geelong to Hamilton, Geelong to Port Ferry is a very big um, uh, you know, uh, population that comes through yep. uh, Warrnambool, you know, along the coast. So people taking the inland uh, routes to their holiday destinations, I suppose. So um, right. it's, uh, I suppose, it, and again, we, we purchased the property um, in 2008 uh, and we didn't actually open uh, until two years ago. So that's, you know, we held the property for, for some time before we decided what we were going to do with it. So right. it was a long-term a long term property um, decision. And that was because we wanted to move to the country. Right. So we are here, we live on 80 acres. Uh, so we have our farm, uh, we run a few sheep. Um, we have uh, a few cattle. Uh, and are you running the farm commercially pigs. or are you just running the few sheep and cattle for personal reasons? No, our, our lamb and our beef go into our cafe. Okay. Yep. So um, uh, basically we, uh, look, we do sell it, um, uh, what's someone call it, the different auctions and, and those sorts of things. But um, we also cut hay and we do other things here as well. So yep. it's not a major commercial um, uh, venture. Uh, it supports, you know, a, a, another wheel in our, in our businesses. Yeah. Yeah. And so it sounds like, the choices that you have made uh, uh, all add up to, as you say, multiple businesses. So you're continuing mm. doing it. So you're, you're minimizing risk because you've got 
cash flow injection from your cafe. You've got your ongoing from all your properties um, and you've got your farm, which guarantees your supply to your cafe. So mm. they're all linked all while supporting the lifestyle that you've chosen. Yeah, well, we sort of call it a wheel. So we look at um, uh, the wheel of uh, what's in the centre of the wheel and what are the spokes off it and what draws in at, at what points. So, you know, we don't um, buy and sell, uh, you know, sheep every month. It's, a you know, a different uh, formula to how the cafe runs on a daily basis. Um, mm. But then projecting what we need in uh, certain months. Uh, so, you know, uh, we have a, a local abattoir that we use so our um our animals uh you know live on our property that overlook um a lake um they have a lovely life and then they trottle on down to our uh, abattoirs about 20 minutes 30 minutes away um mm -hmm. they're lucky to pass one or two cars um and uh and then they come back to us and uh it goes into our cafe so uh we, we try to do things um as sustainably as we can and um uh so that it's Oh, look, our, our whole outlook was uh, to be able to live on our farm, to be away from the hustle and bustle of the city, um, to run a, a, a quality cafe uh, in the middle of nowhere that, uh, that people remember uh, and to serve really good quality country food. How have the locals embraced the cafe? Yeah, look, it's funny. Um, the, the locals love us. Um, they are very supportive. Mind you, they only equate to about 3% of, of our actual business. Right. Um, so they can get a bit peeved when, um, you know, we close on different days uh, because, well, you know, they'd like to come in on their public holidays and some public holidays we don't open. Um, and that's purely from a statistical um, uh uh, from our register system over the last three years, we look at month on month, we look at what days are more productive than others. Um, and on certain public holidays, you know, like one coming up actually, which is our uh, grand final, day before grand final and grand final day, are uh, these very slow days for us uh, because everybody else is out at barbecues and, you know, they, um, they, they don't frequent us on those days so it isn't worth us, you know, opening. Uh, so hence you'll get a, a few sniggers here or there saying, oh, why aren't you open? And it's like, well, it's our business. We'll do it we like, thanks. So, um, <laughs> You know, you, you know, um, uh, put yourself into a, you know, a position where you can uh, build yourself a cafe, renovate it, run it successfully and um, you choose when you open. So, you know, if you want to go and do that and just open on public holidays because we don't, then go right for it. Yeah. And you've, I mean, like you've just had, is it a month where you've shut the cafe or a couple of weeks? No, two weeks. We, um, we actually, I think it was 17 days this year. And yes, we did get an email for somebody pointing that out, that it wasn't two weeks, it was 17 days. Oh, the emails <laughs> you get in, it's quite funny. Um, but uh, yeah, so we closed. And again, that was from statistics that uh, showed us that they are the slowest two weeks of our whole year. Um, and um, we need a break. So we've gone through you know, uh, Christmas parties. Uh, January's a big month with you know, holiday makers. Uh, then you, you go into Easter and um, there's lots of festivals uh, along, you know, in our area. So we cater for all of those sorts of things and we get to the, the middle of the year and um, we're all exhausted. Um, we do Christmas and July parties as well. So we did one the night before we, we closed for uh, the last two, 17 days. Right. And um, 
Yeah, so we do that so that our staff get a break, so we get a break, um, and uh, then we're you know ready to get into the the next part of the year because it does become you know quite busy uh, September, October, November, leading into you know your school holidays and you know end of year and yeah. you know all of that sort of stuff. So it's a nice yeah. little break, and um, I think that uh, when you consistently do things like that on a yearly basis, people just accept it. Um, it becomes the norm; they understand it. Um, yeah. The first year they were outraged. Um, you know, uh, chicken little was falling from the sky. The, the sky was going to fall in. Everything was going to, you know, and we sort of did that. Well, you know what? We've been here for, you know, 12 months. We did the full 12 months um, so that we could see, you know, our traffic and and, um, and that sort of thing. And this is what we're doing. So third year in and nobody has said much other than, you know, you're closing for 17 days, not 14 days. <laughs> well, it's good that someone's counting. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, all these choices that you've made to, to build on your success, what, mm. been, what are some of the key things that, that, or the key elements that you think are important when, when measuring your success or making the decisions? Uh, look, track and measure is everything. Um, and uh, it's, um, if you can't track and measure it, then you, you're literally looking at a dartboard and you've got a dart in your hand and you're just, got a blindfold on and you're just throwing it somewhere and you don't know where you're heading. Mm-hmm. So it's a track measure, um, you know, rinse and repeat type thing. Uh, and uh, just trying to think of an example to give you. Um, okay. So we tracked and measured um, ham in our cafe. We do a, one of our biggest sellers is a ham cheese tomato sandwich, really simple stuff. Um, but we have, you know, really good quality. So, uh, we looked at our ham and what we used over a um, a month basis. So then I tracked it over the three months. And, you know, I could see in different months, you know, we'd sort of go up and down a bit. But our average, whatever it was, it came out to, you know, 10 kilos a month in uh, winter, sorry, in summer, and then 14 kilos a month, oh, sorry, a week in, uh, uh, what have I got? summer winter whichever it was it was more in winter people like you know hotter food in winter so we looked at that and then we looked at our suppliers and then we looked at what we're paying per kilo and in the process we have saved ourselves three and a half thousand dollars a year by moving to a better quality um supplier um and uh being able to get it in on a, a more regular basis than what we were so you know there's you track and measure and you save so there's there's you know just one type of example where it kind of makes a difference right so what's next for you you've you know you're still dominating the property market you've got a very yeah. successful cafe in Darren Ellum. you've got a you're building the lifestyle that many would be envious of what's next for you for you and your family Oh, you could be envious. It's a hell of a lot of hard work, mate. No, no, no. You've got to ignore that. This is what happens. Look at all the good stuff and ignore the hard work. Because, you know, you're talking about measuring and I'm thinking there are so many business owners who, and, and there are so many individuals who just don't measure. They barely look at their mm. bank accounts. Yet to track ham, uh, I don't know that many cafe owners who would do that kind of stuff. And I think it's one of the reasons that you've uh, achieved the level of success that you do. Oh, look, I can tell you that I, we spend $816 on uh, hand towel a year. Like that just, these are, you know, 274 items in our cafe and I track and measure every single one of them in items so that when we're doing a menu change, we can um, uh, do a costing and, you know, quantify and, you know, all of those sorts of things. And yeah. I, I tell you what, what was the question you had before that was, you know, 
um, tips, was it, or something? That, yep. Yeah, okay. I'll put it down to people, and that is that our accountant um, is uh, on the ball. Um, we look at our figures on a monthly basis. Um, our accountants look at it. Uh, we use cloud. We use um, uh, a, a cloud computing system for our um, uh, register system. Uh, everything is, you know, basically at our fingertips. So um, looking at it on a monthly basis keeps us up to date and um, it also makes us look at figures year on year um, and just look at, you know, different times of holidays, different things, you know, all sorts of tiny metrics that if you don't take notice of then you're just basically you know um throwing money away yeah so um as i said before what's next what's next for you guys oh god i don't want to spill the beans i usually keep things to myself (laughs) (laughs) and i think that's probably something else um that uh from a a success perspective is that um my husband and i uh, probably keep things very close to our chest um uh, we bounce off each other we bounce off uh people that um we regard highly in business and uh that we have uh you know confidence in uh that uh what we're planning on doing won't be um you know broadcast to the world and that's probably a you know a a small country town thing everybody knows everybody's business so for us we keep things uh pretty tight um until we have got things in place and it's ready to go um and along the way, people uh, will say, you know, talk about what you want to do and, um, you know, then it makes it happen. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I'm sorry, I've learned differently. So yep. um, in, if I take it back to the property and renovating, people will say, don't spend more than 10% on your, you know, your renovation. And I absolutely disagree with it 100% after doing, you know, 13 plus renovations. And that doesn't include the last three we've done in the last three years. So it is 10% of your sell price. So you need to be able to pick what your sell price is and 10% of what your sell price is is what you can allow for your budget uh, right. for renovation. If that doesn't work out, then you, you're kind of up a creek without a paddle. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Hey, thank you so much for your time today. If people no, want to find about your cafe and come and enjoy the delights of dairy, um, <laughs> where can they physically find you and also virtually find you? Okay, so uh, Front Paddock Cafe and Larder is 24 Main Street in Derrenellum and uh, we are basically on Facebook and Instagram. That's where our people are, so that's where we are. Um, And it is Front Paddock Cafe and Larder on both of those platforms. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you for listening to my ramblings. (laughs) You've been listening to another episode of the Get More Success Show with your host, Warwick Mary. I look forward to your company next time. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening and until next time, enjoy your success.